Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt, dirt, dirt. Billy McFarlane hasn't learned his lesson. He's still scamming people out of their money. This is the guy who founded the 2017 Fire Festival. That uh, festival that was in the Bahamas where over 5,000 oh, festival oh, goers. Yes. Yes, they were trapped without um, bare necessities. He sold these tickets like they were luxury suites. And, and then gave them like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on a uh, cr- grimy beach or yeah, something. Yeah, and it like was that. the worst. Like he just absolutely raked in money from that. Well, he was also arrested in 2018 for wire fraud after scamming investors out of $26 million. This is all diamond. after. Yeah. And uh, now he's been arrested for a third time on, on Tuesday for selling fake tickets to events like the Met Gala, Coachella, the Grammys, the Super Bowl, even a private dinner with LeBron James. Just a professional shyster. Right. So what you're telling me is he's an asshat. <laughs> yes. He is. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yes. So he's facing 40 years in prison. This I just can't stop selling (laughs) fake tickets to stuff. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton opened up in a podcast interview about his three-year marriage to Angelina Jolie from 2000 to 2003. Um, And the reason why they split up, he said, we just had different lifestyles. Hers is a global lifestyle and mine is an agoraphobic lifestyle. (laughs) So he likes to stay at home. She wanted to travel the world and that's really the reason why they broke up. He also talked about the blood necklaces that they had together oh, and how it really wasn't that big of a deal and people made it sound like they had buckets of blood around their neck. <laughs> They're like, no, it's other. just a tiny one. A tiny, yeah, tiny just a little, little bit. Just a little bit A of dab. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is a bizarre twist. If you watch The Bachelorette, there's a contestant named Lincoln Adim. Oh, yeah. And he pulled the wool over everybody's eyes and producers for that did background checks for the show. Um, because he was arrested in 2016 for assault and battery of a woman. And it just so happened that this incident occurred on the Spirit of Boston, which is the ship that Alexis used to work on. And that's where she met on Hill. Jeez. Yeah. Saw that story last night and I sent it to Jason and Alexis going, uh, am I reading this? This is the Spirit of Boston. You that's where on Hill and Alexis started their (laughs) love. I wonder how ABC is going to deal with this. Yeah, uh, th- this mm-hmm. is serious stuff. Now, I, you would think, so he lied about the incident. Right. But don't they just do their own background checks? Can't they just get into those documents if they're... Yes! I don't know. I, I kind of blame them as well. So, yeah. 
He is a little weird. <laughs> All right. Um, on TV tonight, we have a show called, this is a, the series premiere of Strange Angel. It's on CBS All Access, and it's about a scientist in the ni- 1930s who spends his days working on the rocket program for America and his nights engaged in sex rituals as a disciple of Aleister Crowley. Oh, that sounds so complicated. That got complicated quickly. Even the two sentences you said. And I watched I complicated have. shows. That was a lot. That's I very CBS All Access. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Jason, you still need to loan me your password because I'm know, not I paying do. for that. Okay, and then we also have Lip Sync Battle. Alicia yeah. Silverstone and Mina Servari are on that tonight. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That is what is important right now. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. And now, the exciting announcement for some lucky girl. Lucky girl. Live, Live from inside Alexis's stinky panda suit. What is that smell? That's the smell of desire, my lady. This is Dina from St. Paul. Oh, <laughs> To help support the Ronald McDonald House, I'm this week's guest announcer. Lovely Dina. My talkers everywhere, may your coffee be hot. Your workday be short and fortune sticks ever in your favor. I kind of like those sticks. I'd like to get them in my house. And now, here are Jason, Alexis, and Don. Nice joke! What a special friend you are. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. It is the 6 o'clock hour. It is 6.06 to be exact on this Thursday, June 14th, 2018. Alexis is off for a few days. Don McLean is, of course, uh, right beside me. And joining us today is our very special friend. What a special friend you are. Miss <laughs> Shannon. Good morning, <laughs> Shannon. Good morning, Jason and Don. Morning. Good morning, Don McLean. Good, Good morning. morning. Mm. How's everybody doing? How's that commercial break for everybody? Was it? Uh, was it's quick. It, uh, it's delightful. It was yes. delightful. Mm-hmm. Quick and delightful. Learned a lot. Yeah. Like a lot of my dates when I was single. <laughs> quick and delightful. Yeah. Good to talk oh. to Kenny during the commercial breaks. You know? oh, it's always fun talking to Kenny. Yep. Always fun. His use of language is very outstanding. Mm-hmm. He has a very a, like a broad swatch of language that oh, he does when man. he's doing the traffic. I'm impressed. Yeah, I love him. Mm-hmm. I love the Kenny. Me too. I love the <laughs> Kenny so very much. He's such a good radio guy and just so funny. And uh, so we have coming up uh, a little bit, probably the next next segment. I went to go see. Won't you be my neighbor last night? The documentary about mm-hmm. Fred Rogers, about Mr. Rogers. I will tell you about that. I'm very excited to have that conversation with you guys. So uh, I'll give you my thoughts, my review uh, coming up in just a little bit. Uh, but right now, I'm still, people are still laughing. People are still interested. They're still clicking on it. It's, let me look at Twitter here. Hold on a minute. Yep, still number one. <laughs> still talking about the 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 raccoon, the St. Paul raccoon. Yes, I was just looking at pictures. Yes, I have and, friends from all over the country that are like, don't you live where the raccoon was? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, kind of, oh yes. <laughs> like our famous raccoon. <laughs> well, and, and this is what I love about our friendly competition over there at NPR. Uh, hi, Kathy Werzer. Our friendly competition over there. You got to give them credit because, girl... They have already started making products. They have t-shirts, yes. They have t-shirts and tote bags already. (laughs) They, like, how quickly did they get a hold of a graphic artist? Love it. And get these t-shirts up. They wasted zero time doing this. (laughs) 
<laughs> zero. I have to give them a little, like a little, you go, girl. Because uh, that's exactly what anybody should do. Yes. You, you capitalize on this immediately. Make some money for public radio. Yes. Well, it's also, it's like what they did with, um, after Stranger Things posted, you know, what's what the Science Museum did. Remember when that yeah. one kid on Stranger Things had the brontosaurus or the dinosaur purple hoodie and, or the t-shirt or whatever it was, and the Science Museum could not keep up with the demand. And then they then they made more and blah 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 blah. So yeah, you you got to capitalize on this crap when it happens. So. I wish that the Minnesota like Animal Rescue or the DNR somebody had done something too. Like we can get some money because then they release it back into the wild already. Our yeah. famous raccoon. They yes. did. So. Yes, that's okay. what I read is that they had gotten the the famous raccoon. And maybe I missed a story, but I heard that he had already he she raccoony had been. Release back into the wild. Okay. Yeah, they fed it. Yeah, yeah they I, fed I, that, it cat food. Mm-hmm. They fed it cat food or whatever, a raccoon food or whatever, whatever you feed a raccoon. I have no idea. I don't own a raccoon, but uh, as you they, should not, you. you should yeah, not own raccoons. Yes. Thank you. Thank They're you. They're not Shannon. pets. No, they are not. Uh oh, you're gonna get some haters because we no, have had fine. people say I had two raccoons as pets growing well, I mean, up. Let's be, but I mean, come on, they're 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 still wild. Yes. I think that Thesis, actually, one of our Twitter followers and and fans of the show had raccoons. I just feel like there are some animals that are okay to be (laughs) wild animals. They can be wild animals. That's okay. You don't, everything does not need to be a pet. (laughs) Look, I'm from Indiana, so I I can't laugh. I mean, raccoons went to school with us. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It was very normal in Indiana. We could bring the damn things to class with us. And they have little hands, so they would just hold hold your pencils and then hand them to you when you're doing your homework. Is that what they did, Jason? My raccoon carried my backpack to school with me every day. That's right. It's the Indiana public school system. They they just didn't care. They, they had very like, few. This is your little helper. Come on. Uh, <laughs> you can I wash was, the dishes in the cafeteria too. That'll work out. I was th- I was thinking about my third grade teacher last night because I uh, when I was getting ready to take my nap. I've been in an Oprah Winfrey show kind mm-hmm. of mood lately, and I put in one of my Oprah Winfrey show twenty fifth or twentieth anniversary DVDs, which is. You know, she released it, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Anyway, I was watching the Oprah Winfrey show, and they showed the highlight when Oprah met her her favorite teacher and surprised her on, uh, and this was early on in the Oprah show, and it made me think about my third grade teacher, who I've mentioned many times on our show, Mrs. Freeze, and I reached out to her on a Facebook and just sent her a little message. Cause I thought, you know, I, 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 I'm so lucky she's still around and she's still here. And we keep, thank you to face, you know, social media is just a cesspool of crap and yeah. negativity. The one thing I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. for Facebook is the ability to connect with people like your third grade teacher. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just took a moment and I sent just a moment of gratitude to her. And I just said, I, I, I have no ulterior motive. I, there's really not a cat. Well, other than Oprah, there's not really a purpose for, for sending this message. I said, I just want to tell you that I love you and I'm thinking of you. And I, and I sent it over to her cause she really, I've said it at least two dozen times on this show and the other show, that woman single-handedly changed the trajectory of my life and that is no that is no jason exaggeration she if i wouldn't have had her for a third grade teacher i think i would have gone in a very i I think my life would have been a little bit different um because she really 
she she did what all good teachers do, and that is she realized she realized that I was kind of different, and she she worked to my strengths. And when she realized I was being ostracized by the boys in the class, and I I wasn't going outside for recess because I didn't play sports with the boys and I was annoying the girls. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) except, except my two friends who I did play (laughs) jump rope with, but anyway, uh, and uh, so she developed a little drama club for me. She, she she put together the wizard of Oz play to give me kind of an outlet and my goodness, you know, that, that just set me on a, on a path and I just love her. So, and she listens from time to time. Oh, I think she's in Florida now. So Mrs. Freeze, if you're listening, I love you. It is uh six 13. When we come back, I brought her up for a very specific reason because uh, just like she was instrumental in my childhood, I know that Mr. Rogers was instrumental in the lives of a lot of you listening I had the great opportunity yesterday to see a sneak preview of a documentary about Fred Rogers called well, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? I cannot wait to tell you about it, and uh, we'll have that conversation right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Dawn McLean. Alexis is off. Our good friend Shannon filling in today. Thank you for being here, Shannon. We appreciate yes. it. You're here. You're here today and tomorrow, right? Correct. Yes. And then, um, and then Alex is gone for several days next week. And hold on to your wigs and keys. <laughs> Stephanie Hansen will blow in. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, hold on to your granny panties when she's here. You never know. You never know what's going to come out of her mouth. Uh, that's. <laughs> Which I up. I appreciate because people oh. always go, well, Miss Shannon's a comedian. I'm sure she's just off the rails. And it's like, no, <laughs> kind, no. Of, kind of no. not. You're one of the most normal people we have. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and and I, I hate to be, to really be dull easy. or yeah. anything. I don't. But You're I, not dull. Okay. <laughs> no. no. I, I got to tell you, I, I've said this behind your back. I've said it uh, behind uh, Stephanie's back. And the same way I feel about you. And Hanson, and uh, when Colleen Lindstrom, before Colleen landed with Bradley and, and got her own show, uh, Colleen Lindstrom would fill in from time to time for Alexis. And I felt I feel the same way about all three of you. And there's nothing better. And and Shannon, as a as someone that's been in radio a long time, as has Dawn, you both appreciate this as much as I do. I love a good conversationalist. I love someone that, you know, the proverbial, if I toss the, if I toss the ping pong ball over to you, you can hit it back and, 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 and add, uh, and add something. You are a good conversationalist. Colleen Lindstrom was one of the best, uh, I, I always enjoy talking to her because we're basically the same person at times. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> right. And we really are. And then uh, and then Hanson. I, I I never fear when Hanson's here, and I don't always agree with what she says, but I know that if I if the ping pong ball comes over to me, I say something and I hit it back to her. Oh my goodness! She might come uh, with a little top spin at you, Jason. She's like, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the perfect way I got to put it. it. Zing! Yeah. You're like, wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> and the same and the same thing with you. I know. I know you'll never be at a loss. Uh, for an addition of the conversation, and as uh, as someone doing a radio show, uh, having to you know three and a half hours every day, I greatly appreciate it, and it and and it, that's why I always love when you're here and, and Hanson's here. So anyway. oh, wonderful! I went a long way around the block to give you a compliment, <laughs> but anyway, there's the thank compliment. you. So yeah, uh, last night I went to see "Won't You Be My Neighbor" uh, about Fred Rogers, and had you seen the previous documentary as well? No. Okay, no. I will loan it to you because I have it on DVD. So oh, you can have it. fabulous! Yes, Thank and you. it is great as well. It's it seems completely different though than the style of this documentary. Yeah, from this what one, I've read. Oh, I I really can't say enough good things about this. I really can't. We don't have time mm. for me to tell you all of the good things about. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, good. It is. It, it just. It's such a cliche, but they 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 use this term in the trailer, and that is this. And I think it's a quote from a from a critic. This is exactly the movie. This is exactly the film that we need right about now mm. because it really is at its core. Yes, it's about the man. But it really is about, to me, because my friend, my best friend, Jen, was my date last night. And we always do this, whether we're on a trip, whether we go to dinner, when we get in the car, when we have our car conversation, I call it, we always talk about our takeaways. And Jen looked at me last night and she said, so what did you think? And, And what's your takeaway? And I said, my simplistic takeaway is, my goodness, we could all just be a little nicer. And I know that seems sophomoric or that seems, like I said, simplistic, but I mean that. And, and even, to, you know, I, I reflected that back to me. I'm like, wow, I, I, I could be I could be nicer and less judgmental to people in general. And, and, and I, wa- I walked out of that movie with a with a desire to be kinder because it's it's really what the world needs. Here's a little bit of the trailer uh, from Won't You Be My Neighbor. A television program for children made its unauspicious debut on station WQED in Pittsburgh. Its host, Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I want to tell you something. What would you like to tell I like you. I like you, my dear. Thank you very much for telling me that. You take all of the elements that make good television and do the exact opposite. You have Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Low production values, simple set, unlikely star, yet... It worked. Hello. I've always felt that I didn't need to put on a funny hat or jump through the hoop to have a relationship with a child. He was always trying to get a message across in every show. A week on death. What does assassination mean? And uh, you realize, I mean, there were things that I 
did not know. And I, I'm a child of Mr. Rogers. You right. know, I, I, uh, we all three. I, I love you yeah, because we're mm-hmm. all about the same age. We are all children of Mr. Rogers. We grew up, I would argue, the three of us kind of grew up in almost the golden era of Mr. Rogers. Oh, or, or, I agree. Or, I loved the, him. Yeah. Yes. loved him as a kid. And, and I, I think from watching the previous documentary, because I have the It's You I Like, and I feel like that gives you kind of a background of some of the other players and what his, you know, why he did what he did. But one of the things that I was excited about seeing this new one, Jason, and why I appreciate your opinion is it does seem like it also covers a lot of kind of like his worldview and his inspiration of why he created this world for oh. for kids out there. Not Absolutely. just here's the, here's the innovative things that he did, but it's also his his mindset and methodology for creating this show. I see, yeah. think is going to be amazing to see. Yeah, I, I'll talk about that. We got to take a forced break here, okay. but on the other side, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I will uh, I will talk about that. Some of the okay. unexpected things that I learned about the show, about Mister Rogers, his philosophy about children, and the effect that television has and had on on them. And uh, coincidentally, Mrs. Rogers, oh. at ninety some years old, was on Jimmy Fallon last night, and she talks yes. to Jimmy. She talks uh, to Jimmy about the magic of three numbers, oh. and we'll talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, the World Cup schedule has over 2 million searches this morning. The 2018 World Cup kicks off today as host Russia takes on Saudi Arabia. Also trending in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Tiffany Haddish coyly confirmed what the internet suspected. Actress Sanaa Lathan is the one who bit Beyonce in the face. Now, this alleged bite made headlines in March when Haddish told GQ about the December night she met Beyonce at a party. Learning Beyonce had been bitten enraged her and made her want to fight the assailant. Sanaa's known for Alien vs. Predator, Love and Basketball, and has most recently done a lot of voice work on Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, and the TV show Shots Fired in 2017. On Twitter, we have the hashtags World Cup and NPR Raccoon is still trending. You can get a t-shirt with that raccoon on it right now. And those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're coming up on 632. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Don't forget to follow us on the Instagram. Jason Matheson. Dawn at Dark. And Shannon Paul, right, Shannon? Nope, Shannon, Miss Shannon. No, Shannon. Miss Shannon with an A. I always Shannon. See, always no, that's okay. <laughs> There are very, very important things in the world. You remembering my Twitter handle off the top no, of your head is not one of them. Though. But thank you very much. <laughs> I, I appreciate I your I appreciate your exuberance. But it's I Miss try. Shannon with an A. Shannon with there an A. There we go. Thank you, though. Shannon, tell everyone, before we go back to talking about Mr. Rogers, I, I want to make sure people get to your event. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell everyone what you're doing tonight, my uh, love. Tonight, I am hosting the Red Affair. It's a, a fundraiser for Avenues for Homeless Youth, a great organization here in the Twin Cities that uh, provides short-term housing and housing support for uh, homeless youth here in the Twin Cities. You can get all the information if you go to theredaffair.org. There's still tickets available. It's going to be a fun night of cocktails and music and fun and learning about a great cause. So we hope you can come down and see tonight at the Lumber Exchange building.
And Shannon will actually, I'm spending most of my morning with Shannon. Yes. She's going to be uh, not only is Alexis off, but my friend on the Jason show, Shane's off today. So Shannon's going to fly, fly to Eden Prairie. And yes. she's going to be with me on the Jason show. And by the way, you heard Dawn mention the World Cup. Because the World Cup is on Fox, uh, the talk show has been moved to our sister station, uh, Fox 9 Plus. So there mm. we go, uh, during the World Cup. So, uh, any hoodly-doodly, back to our conversation uh, about Won't You Be My Neighbor, the Fred Rogers documentary. I got a chance to see it yesterday, and I was so excited because I, the minute I saw this trailer, first of all, the damn trailer made me cry. Aww. The, the trailer itself made me cry. Uh, I loved it. If you just tuned in, I'll bottom line it for you. I loved this. I really do think every adult that grew up with Mr. Rogers should go see this. I, I, I also believe firmly that this is really the movie that we all need, especially. And I thought this I, I thought this because of the, you know, uh, the, the recent struggles that I've had with an influx of um, uh, people feeling just free to spew hatred and uh, homophobic stuff on social media in my direction. I, I really thought in my friend, Jen, we are all having a stressful week and this right. was just absolutely the, the, the movie that we needed because simplistically it reminds all of us that a, there are really good people in the world and, and B we could all be nicer to each other. And again, I know that seems very well, Mr. Rogers ish, but you really do walk out of the movie with that feeling. You you think to yourself, "My goodness, I'll never be Fred Rogers." Right. But uh, but I would love I would love if I could be a little more like him because that man that man is exactly that and that's another thing that you learn is people uh, people questioned him. Yes. And that, that was another takeaway that my friend Jen had. She goes, you know what, I forgot how she phrased it, but she said, you know what one of my takeaways was? We really do live in a world where, and they cover this, they talk about it in terms of Fred Rogers, where think about it, nobody can just be nice anymore. Right. You you always question it. You're always skeptical. You're always like, oh, oh, that, that, oh, he's really nice to children. Why is oh, he hanging out with kids? Why is mm-hmm. he, why is, you know, and not just, now that's a very specific, but right. it, but even more general than that, we we have become so skeptical and, and nobody can just be nice. Nice used to be the norm, but now we question it. Or we think and, there's going to, there's obviously going to be another shoe that drops and some sort of scandal or a, a, you know, a, an additional dark motivation. Yeah. All the time. Like it can't just be whatever it appears. There seems to be something else where we're waiting. And maybe that's just because we do we have gotten more cynical and we do have reality shows where that's the thing is you're waiting for there to be a spin or something else that happens. Not just you see it on face value. It stays whatever that initial thing is. You don't that doesn't happen. That's not what we're trained to do anymore. Do you think, Jason? I I don't think so. Don, Mm -hmm. what do you think? I mean, don't you feel like we always subconsciously go oh oh he's nice wonder what he wants you know what i mean don absolutely and i i think especially with mr rogers you know and there was rumors of something that wasn't true Mm -hmm. i think years ago and i just flat out was like i will not accept that i won't accept people talking bad about mr rogers Mm -hmm. you know and uh i'm sure he faced that his whole life yeah he did and it really bothered him they they show a confrontation not a confrontation they show an interview with Tom Snyder, who I loved. Tom okay. Snyder was a great interviewer. 
where Tom flat out asked him, he goes, are you square? Meaning, are you gay? Because there were those rumors floating around for many years. Well, oh, well, you know, just because of the way he was. And oh, well, of course. And they they don't shy away from that. That was another I, I thought that was very brave of the documentary. They they talk about. Some not scandals, but some controversy surrounding Mr. Rogers. More recently, you know, Fox News uh, did a whole series on did Mr. Not just Fox News, but even newspapers did this whole thing of is it Mr. Rogers fault that we have a generation of people that think a generation of kids that all think they deserve a participation trophy oh, because Mr. Right, Rogers blaming him for kids who I'm not kidding. They, <laughs> they showed clips of. They showed one clip in particular of some Fox News hosts. I, I forgot who, but then not just Fox News, but some l- newspapers, legit newspapers and com- uh, commentators writing, is it Mr. Rogers' fault because he told everybody how special they were? And uh, the people in Mr. Rogers' life uh, had brilliant responses to it, and I'll let you see the film to, to see that. But and anyway, where is it playing? Somebody called to ask. Um, it's going to start playing on Friday okay. all over the metro. Okay, great. I think they were looking for it and couldn't find it. So you yeah. saw you saw a preview. I saw a preview mm-hmm. last night. If you gotcha. just tuned in, we're talking about the Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Um, here's a clip because, ironically, Mrs. Rogers, who's still with us, she's, I think, 90, 91, bless her heart. She's so, fr- I love her. She's so just adorable Mm -hmm. here she is talking to jimmy because i told shannon i said it in the last segment that you really discover a lot of stuff you didn't know about fred rogers and here's one of them the things i didn't know listen listen to this before the documentary came out and then i watched it and you're gonna love it there's so many things i didn't know about him and uh i i didn't know about the significance of the number one four three yeah can you tell everyone about that well he Really wanted to remain at 143 all his life. He weighed 140? Yeah. yeah. All his adult life, I yeah. should say. And especially after he started swimming. He, he swam every day. He was very pleased when he'd get out of swimming, go and get on the scale. 143. Yeah. And it was one was I, four was L O V E, love. Three was Y-O-U. Oh. <laughs> I love you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. That is the most adorable OCD tendency I've ever heard. Oh, oh how isn't precious. That great? Oh. You give me isn't life goals. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just did. It, 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 uh, yeah. And Shannon, you were talking about the the cultural impact of the show in our right. last segment. They talk about that. They talk about how um, the officer, I can't remember the character's name, but the officer who was played by a black actor, it was conscious on Fred's part. He wanted, he wanted an African-American to play the officer because remember at the time uh, the civil rights movement was uh, was exploding in the country and they show a scene where uh, Mr. Rogers was doing the simple act, doing the simple act of washing off his feet. Uh, it was a hot day in the mm-hmm. neighborhood and he was washing his feet in a little pool and the officer came up. Gosh, I can't think of what the officer's name was. Well, I in the him. show, it was Officer Clemens. That's right? Officer Clemens. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Officer Clemens. An Officer Clemens comes up 
And he's like, Mr. Rogers, what are you doing? And Mr. Rogers said, and this is, I believe this episode aired 1969, 1970, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And he said, Mr. Rogers, what are you doing? And he said, officer Clemens, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just cleaning off my feet and it's, it's, it's cooling me off. Would you like to join me? And officer Clemens joined him. And Fred did that on purpose because on the nightly news, the week that, you know, around that time, there was a story out there of black folks in a pool and the uh, somebody ran through the pool and was dumping bleach in the pool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Screaming for for the black people to get, get out, out of the, of the pool. Oh my and gosh. I, I, I'm using much kinder oh, language. Oh, I'm sure you are, as and, you should. Yes. And Mr. Rogers made a conscious effort to do that scene with the water to show and then they he wanted a specific shot the camera showing officer clemens feet with fred's feet and showing so that way it would be a message to kids that you know what i mean and i cry i mean they they did i want to cry right now and i bawled I just, you know, remember, and then it just reminded me, like, some of the messages that they had, like, and I would see the episodes, and then it just, as I watched uh, the documentary that I saw, that it's you I like, as an adult, I was like, I do remember watching that, and just knowing, being able to see the background story about how he decided what businesses he was going to go and showcase so that you can see, here's how this is made, or how he decided who was going to be the characters was so intentional, Mm -hmm. and the way that he was showcase you know different kids that were differently abled even and and different showcase different talents was so intentional and so kind and so amazing so i i I, you know i agree with you don that it's really hard for me to sit there and go when people come up with these well clearly there was some dark side of him that we didn't know about i'm like i don't so bad i'm like do not say anything bad about mr rogers i want there to be some people in the world who are just intentionally genuine good people Mm -hmm. you know i don't want to think that everybody has a dark side you don't have to do we have to think that i don't know i hope not that's that's what i that was one of my takeaways is Mm -hmm. i I, it really did I, i i i hope i hope that i walk through the world now just with a more conscious effort to just be nicer and i right. really do mean that it was pretty profound it was pretty damn profound 643 everybody we're going to take a break go see uh won't you be my neighbor this weekend in the twin cities it probably opens probably at the uptown theater is where yeah, it looks probably. like online mm-hmm. 643 back after this everybody. welcome back everybody jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 i'm jace lex is off for a few days don mclean is here Miss Shannon's filling in as well. Thank you for being here, Shannon. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. We appreciate hey, you. Don McLean. Yep. Uh, before we get busy with Second Chance and all that stuff, should we uh, give something away? Oh, or, perfect. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. way, because we get, we get a little busy in we the do. 7 and the 8 o'clock hour. So, yes. Don McLean, uh, what are we giving away today? We have a Patio Town Grill event prize pack. It has a Pro Series wireless digital thermometer, a two-piece grill tool set, and a $25 gift card. We also Ooh. want to remind you to stop by the Burnsville Patio Town on June 16th this Saturday to meet Elizabeth Reese. Oh, wonderful. Woo. Yes, everybody go. Mm-hmm. Everybody go. Everybody go. 651-641-1071-651-641-1071. Dawn is looking for caller number seven. Good luck to you. It is uh, coming up on 649. 
uh, you had an adventure at the zoo, I hear, <laughs> Shannon? Yes. So shout out to the Minnesota Zoo, one of my favorite okay. places in the I Twin Cities, first of all. Um, and so yesterday, uh, my 10-year-old Cyclone kid, his class, he's still in school because um, he goes to this charter school that's 11 months. So we had a... A uh, third grade field trip adventure for him and all of his friends. And I should probably back up and like for I think uh, some of the my talkers already know my son's on the spectrum. So he's autistic. So it's a lot of different little kid personalities <laughs> 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 all on a bus and that we we're dealing with. And it was a long day at the zoo and the kids were great troopers. Now, my kid enjoyed 95 percent of the day. And then ninety. What 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 is the percentage? Ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. And then he had a horrible time the last five percent of the day. (laughs) So we went. We looked at all the animals. Everything was cool. He did his. You know, he did a great job. He had his snacks. And then it's time to get back on the bus, and he yeah. wasn't having it. <laughs> he wasn't having the bus. No, we went back out. I tried to bait him onto the bus with a soda. He like took the <laughs> soda and like chucked the soda. He was all like, "No, mom, I'm not doing that." And he just wasn't. He just he, he just refused to get on the bus. So we're holding up the entire bus, and so I get him to kind of walk towards the bus, and then he takes off running into like the little wilderness prairie thing in front of the zoo. So I'm like, oh. "Great." So he's lying down dramatically in the dirt <laughs> with the ants around us. And I'm like, there oh, are ants. No. Can we not be part of the wildlife? And he yes. just like, so I'm like, I just wanted to get him on this bus. That's it. And so oh. he finally, because I'm always torn because you want, you know, I, you know, you want to be one of those parents that helps out and, you know, you want to help the teachers because they're all super busy wrangling all these kids. So you, you know, if I have time to go, I want to go and help out, but I also wonder sometimes if he wilds out more when I'm there because he knows mom is there. And I can't tell because I don't have like a way back machine. I, I wish I could. I wish I could like rewind time and see how he acts when I'm not there to see if that's a better choice. Because <laughs> I went on purpose to try and help him not flip out and then he flipped out anyway. So I'm stuck. But he didn't get on the bus. <laughs> I ended up, you know, I finally, I gave in and I, I let him get, I took him back in the car because I met him there. And so, because I feel, still feel that he needed to learn that he can't flip out on me when we go places, yeah. I took him back to school. I'm like, we're still going back to school. You know, I hear <laughs> And what did he say in response? He's like, no school. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> no. I'm like, get your cookies and go inside. And so... I sent him back inside and he had to go through the whole process like everybody else and go inside, get his stuff, get on the van and draw and go home, you know, kind of thing. And so <laughs> he figured it out. So I think that it was a good balance of, OK, learn your lesson and you don't get your way from having, you know, a, a meltdown. Right. Yeah. But I <laughs> nobody, no parent wants to be the one where your kid's lying in the dirt going, just refusing to get out of the dirt. <laughs> I'm all like, I feel like, like doing that. Could sometimes, you like? Yes, you know? I'm, I'm like, I wish that I could do that. Just say, dig your heels in and go. No, I'm not doing. No bus. No bus. I'm like, get on the bus. You like the bus actually. Once you're on it, you know, he enjoyed the bus ride there. <laughs> but I'm with Dawn. Sometimes don't we just want to lie in the dirt? Yeah. <laughs> we're just, done. I'm I, done. When we're done. I, I just there are days. And he just it's it was funny because it really just kind of came down to he almost had too good of a time. Yeah. He had such a good time and when it was time to leave he wasn't feeling it he did not want to leave he didn't want to leave he wanted to stay at the minnesota zoo i get that there have been times where i did not want the fun to end 
But fun ends. That's just yeah. what happens. You have to get in the vehicle. We don't live here. You know, the animals don't need roommates. They yeah, don't yeah, need no, a 10-year-old no, yeah. boy. Re- get in the car. Oh. And so I just that just happens to us a lot. And he, you know, we practice going places so we could go places. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that means that sometimes when we go places, we have to deal with a little meltdown and just deal with this challenge. And so I always appreciate... Um, Grown-ups who are around who just get that we're just going through something right then and we just have yes. to deal with yes. it and aren't, like, super judgmental about, oh, my gosh, that's a crazy kid and she's a terrible parent. Like, just, you know, we is, got this. Shannon, is that is that, and I know we literally have two minutes and this is probably um, not enough time to cover it because this is a big question, but I am very curious. What is one of the bigger challenges of of uh, having a child on the spectrum? It really just does. Uh, a lot of things take us more time than a neurotypical kid. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, because mm-hmm. you're dealing with things okay. that they have typical challenges through this filter. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I need him to refocus or transition, it just takes a lot longer. And you can't negotiate in the same way because a lot of his, you know, verbal skills, he's behind on a lot of the, the you know, the those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult for him to understand that first we do this, then we do that, you know, or to get the concept of time. Or once he gets, you know, out of regulation like this, getting him to self-regulate and get back to a point that he can actually hear any instructions and like make any of these good choices. It just takes more time. Yeah. So, you know? so what would be normally a one or two step uh, process for uh, a child that is not on the spectrum. We're looking at maybe five or six steps exactly. and, and, and an additional 10, 15 minutes right. to navigate um, uh, tying a shoe yes. or, or getting or in the car. We need to get in the car now. Right. There is no, and that, right. and, and it's stressful for us too. And, you know, if you know, dealing with it because you want your kid to be safe and happy and all of these things. So nobody wins when they're like this, you know, yeah. if he bails and he's running from me, you know, that's not safe for him or anybody else. Mm-hmm. So no. sometimes it's like, just let me get this. <laughs> I, gotta think, yeah. I got it. And I'm sorry that he is disrupting your day by <laughs> crying over here in the dirt. Yeah. But, He's just got to do him right now. So we figured well, it no out. One, no one should judge that because, again, we've all wanted just to lie in the dirt. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was like, this is very soothing. <laughs> Except there were ants calling on him. I'm like, he was like, with the ants. Sometimes you just don't care about right, the ants. You just want to lie in the dirt. Six, 655, everybody. Don't forget, tickets are available right now for our Cat Video Festival coming up on uh, August 8th. August 8th at CHS Field, uh, presented by First Equity and Luther Nissan of Inver Grove. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the one, the only second chance romance right after this. It's a beautiful day. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.